an all-new, all-different, uncanny, seamless villains podcast. We are the cultivators of the comic culture. We are your hosts, E-Man. This way, yeah, that way, and Ed tonight. Ah, uh, how are you, fine folks, doing this evening? Yeah, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and wait till they answer that question. I want to know. I want to know how these fine, how 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 are these fine folk doing tonight? Yes, yes, we've had Miss So and Herbs currently on the chat, and 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 the big news right now is E-Man got a brand new job. What? Congrats! Congrats yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working again. I'm working again. So Moving on up to the east side. Uh, it, it, it's such a trip, too. Like, I haven't commuted on our on BART in in over in over six years now. For those who don't know, BART is our subway train station that that gets around the Bay Area over here. Um, I haven't been. I haven't commuted to BART since like definitely before pandemic. Went on the system today, man, and it was such a trip to to get a seat. And you guys don't know how 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 crazy that is. Before pre pandemic, these trains used to be packed. Red, they were packed, and I'm sure I've seen you. I've shown you some pictures. Yeah, I remember it being packed, and 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 random bums be shitting, defecating all over the train. Um, I've, and it was a big petri dish of of germs and and and. Uh, all sorts of microorganisms that shouldn't belong on, on a train in the first place. But here we are. This is our mass transit that we love to go back and forth within the Bay Area and, and back. And so, I mean, it, it, no joke when I say it is not uncommon for people to see, for you to see someone smoking weed, smoking crack, just just begging for money or doing or doing dance routines on one of the trains. Like It is such a trip. How how you knew someone was smoking weed and crack, one or the other end or both. It was it was insane to actually see this happening. Like it, it it's there's no shortage of surprises on the system. But this was when you know pre pandemic packed. Everyone was on it, dude. I was on there today, Red. There was hardly anyone on there. Like to get a seat at my station is uncommon whatsoever. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I went like three. I went actually all the way into San Francisco from Oakland, and, and there were empty seats. Wow! It was crazy. It was crazy to see that, like being able to get a seat, and then you know, and then the creepiness to me was actually like getting into San Francisco this morning, dude. Like relatively speaking the streets were empty like it didn't even look like commuters hours it looked it it, it looked like a saturday morning like there, it was this? it was around eight o'clock in the morning oh that's that's peak it's supposed to be peak exactly that's peak commuter times right there in the bay area and it was dead it was super super eerie herbs right. saying why i want to leave this state keep it illegal you crazy oh, okay the person named herbs. herbs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so check this out, right? So check this out. So I get to my new position, right? To, to, to what's known as my assignment, right? Not sponsored by Pepsi. And not Pepsi. I get to my new assignment and, and my, 
you know, the, the company that I work for owns like a six story building in the city. You know, they're, they're not unco uncommon. They're smaller buildings compared to what they have, the big old skyscrapers. But they're like, yeah, pre-pandemic, all six floors were filled up. Post-pandemic, man, they're only occupying three floors. And I went to all three. Every single one of them were empty. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just even wondering what I'm doing there. But uh, they, they need an option to work from home. They nope. There's no option to work from home. They're saying it's 100% on site. Well, that's fine. But, if but if there's less people there, then you're not really contracting or, or spreading any kind of germs. True, true. It, there's there was no joke. I met six people today total. Six people in in a building where it should occupy minimum 80. And then on top of that, you have like the higher ups, like the, the, this is like the headquarters for this for this uh, um, for this little company, and uh, like the COO, CFO, CTO, like all this, all, all the chiefs are supposed to be there, and apparently they're they're rarely there. It, it is such a trip to be able to work back in San Francisco, post pandemic, traveling post pandemic, and it's just empty. It's super super. I was waiting for a tumbleweed to just cross the street. It was insane. Are you sure it's not haunted? <laughs> so then I went to lunch, right? I was like, you know what? Let me go grab some lunch. And during lunchtime, 12, 12, 30, 1 o'clock, it's busy. In San Francisco, the streets are busy. No, empty. Like hardly anyone was out. Wow, what's what's the point of working there if, if if people are not even working there? So that's an argument that's being raised. So we definitely need for this position, we definitely need IT in the office to make sure cables and certain and the uh, printers are working. Room, printers are working, making sure conference room video is working, all that stuff, all the IT stuff, right? They just want to make sure that there's you know boots on the ground just in case something happens. But they're also, you know, our department, my department, like two, the two guys that I'm working with, they're trying to raise an argument that hey, look, at least let us have a hybrid schedule, right? Let us work from home two, three days a week. We'll come in once a week, all of us. Just, just to make sure everyone's alive, right? Like on a Wednesday or a Thursday. But let's have a hybrid schedule. It makes sense. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? It, it makes sense. It makes sense for you guys. But I'm a, the biggest proponent of, of working in the office since I know I can't get anything done if I'm if I'm home. Nor, well, that's, you uh, know, it, we're finding out we're finding out that people can operate better at home. People are happier working from home. They feel safer working from home, but also depends on what kind of work that you're doing, right? There's a lot of jobs where you need to be in there. You have to be there. Yeah. I have equipment there that, that needs, needs need a service or, or I need to use. I can't bring said equipment to my house because it's a shared equipment. Shout out to my boy, Cole, man. Thanks for coming by for a quick. What up, Cole? What did say? They remodeled a new office for us during the pandemic, and no one wanted to go in. So they met, or they let us uh, keep working from home. See, and that's how it's good for mental health. I, I believe, I, I thoroughly believe that it, it's good for mental health. That mental health stay. really stems from your your uh, higher ups. How, how comfortable? How comfortable are you with going in? How comfortable? How how much happier are you? It, 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 we got used to. <laughs> We got used to a certain way of life. Let's be perfectly honest. I still go in in shorts and flip flops. See, that's the thing. We can't like I, now that I'm IT right now that I moved up a little bit. I actually have to go in business casual, and now it's like now it's busy. It's so funny. I goes in flip shorts and flip flops. Sometimes even Crocs. This guy has comfort. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's not the most cushiest job since you have to 
get in the crawl space, check for wires, see for, for, for rat's nest. Below the camera, you guys, yeah, I've been very comfortable these last two and a half, three years. <laughs> I have no, I have no need ever to see my coworkers he is ever again. I'm with you, Miss <laughs> I'm with you. If you've seen Day in the Life of a of a LinkedIn employee video, that's how I picture email. <laughs> I need to see this. I need to know what this is. Well, and it probably was I the had employees. To, to be perfectly honest, it probably was me. I'd be here. I'd work for maybe two, three hours. I'd play Apex, do some video editing, back to working, going in and doing some laundry, feeding the dogs, going for a little walk, walking the dogs. It was good for my mental health, man. Working from home. You, look, when you're in IT, honestly, when, you, when you're in tech, you, you do have some, some, some pretty decent perks. Yeah, well, the, the whole thought process is you don't need to work eight hours to do eight hours worth of work. Exactly. You have to work from home. What sucks though is there are times there are times where Mimi she she would text us and she'd be like I'm done, I'm done. She's like she's I'm done with my work. I'm just trying to figure out what to do. Like and it's cool because she ends up figuring out what she needs to do. But like her initial work, like she's so valuable. Where she works, she works at a doctor's office for uh, in in Oakland, and she's so valuable and I admire her because she she's like I'm done with my work, but I need to find more. I'm like, Man, I wish I wish I was like you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish I could say words like that. I'm done with my work and I need to find more. No, no, I do love wearing sweatpants and not showering. See, Cole knows. And with that magnificent mustache too, he can have like a burrito, right? He can have like all the curry, like all on his mustache while yeah, working and no one cares. Who wear sweatpants and not shower. And and yeah, we complain about the smell, but they still come into the office. Well, that's, you know, you have to tell them that they got a shower before. I mean, like, look, staying at home is completely different. But I also enjoy going to the office. And I'm with you, Cole. See, and I was telling my coworkers today, I was like, look, to be perfectly honest with you, I work just as good at home fucking around. And I just tell them that, fucking around. I still get my job done. But I also need the physical interaction. I need to be there with my coworkers and see what you, you guys do. Like, I haven't done this in three years, you guys. Like, for the last two two jobs... I've seen my coworkers via a computer, so it, it's good. However, I see, like, on my very first day, I'm like, yeah, we, uh, we, uh, we can do this hybridly. Like, there's, there's no reason for three of us to be in there. So, you know, I feel bad for the businesses suffering in areas where no one's uh, going into work anymore. But I love working from home, and yeah, they are not suffering. They are not suffering at all. No, some, no, They're some are, dude. So, walking through San Francisco. Today, because I'm working in in a relatively close area to where where I used to work, you know, six seven years ago, you know, same same Bart stop. I go down the same street, but it was sad because I saw a lot of businesses, a lot of mom and pop shops, liquor stores, little restaurants that I used to go to shut down, no. shut down. No, no one was going in. Uh, I found one restaurant today, and I sent the text earlier today to to you and everyone else in our in our friend group chat. I found a spot called HRD, which was like the very first Korean fusion uh, restaurant that I've ever been to in San Francisco. Not that they were closed. It's right down the street from where I work. Fully open, ready to go, ready to rock and roll. The food was still just as good. And I was like, I'm so glad that you guys survived the pandemic. They're like, yeah, we are too. Like, we're surprised that we're able to stick around when a lot of the other restaurants that I remember, they weren't there anymore. Two years later, a lot of stuff is shut down because people aren't going into the office. Are there still uh, taco trucks? Uh, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I remember uh, about about two blocks down from where, I, from where I'm working now, there was a, an off the grid that would happen every Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. I don't know if it's still there. Mm. 
So it's uh, it, it is crazy. It really, really is. Well, definitely. Uh, well, congrats on the the new job. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah, you. That, that, that deserves a. You're not getting that sound. No one, no, no one heard, heard it. it. No one heard it. Oh, you didn't hear it. I heard it I, just I fine. I'm sure you did. I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm just gonna laugh because that was fun. well timed. Well timed. <laughs> Cole, that's it. Also, being in front of a computer all day is weird. I now make sure to take walks whenever I can when I'm in the office or remote. Yeah, taking those walks matter. Taking those walks matter. That's what I ended up doing today at lunch and and walking to and from the office from the Bart station. It's you know it's a it's it's like a quarter of a mile walk. Well, you did gain about hundred pounds working an office job versus when you were working at the restaurant. You you kept the weight low even though you're eating a lot of food. Yeah, but then look look how much I was lifting back and forth at the restaurant, right? You know, we're bus boys. We were we we're moving, we we're shaking our ass back and forth. One of my favorite breweries cut its menu in half and it makes me sad. <gasps> no, don't say that about a brewery. They, they can't cut stuff off, man. They gotta keep making it, producing. Well, Costco did the same thing. I was I was sad when the Polish dog went out, the yeah, the combination oh, pizza. Uh, the Polish dog went out. That was, sad. That was the saddest day of Costco history. In perspire history, <laughs> oh, yeah. we just can't have a hot dog. We also got out the Polish dog. Thank you, Joe, man. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I hope you like the new job, do Miss. So, uh, it's it's day one. It's all onboarding. Let's see how it goes. Uh, it seems like it's going to be pretty chill. I, I'm really in it to learn something new. I'm really in it to to build up my XP and make sure my life experience points, you know, go up so I can move on to the next step. This isn't the final step. I'm looking for. Look, I want to make one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year within the next couple of within the next couple of years i need to up my game and i know that this is the stepping stone to get in well, there working and living in the bay area you're gonna require at least 200k a year just to just to live there make it just yeah make it the no, bear isn't just... which restaurant which restaurant did which, we work which restaurant was it Jumpman 209 is it in the 209 in the stockton area i wonder what off of off of uh march lane march lane i believe yeah yeah, yeah. so 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 red and i we used to and work at, at marie calendars in stockton so like me and red and i really go back you guys like we go back and Jumpman too Jumpman, not gonna lie Jumpman is a part of our our friend group and uh yeah, we all used to work in. I brought a lot of people into the restaurant. Well, actually, I brought Red in, and then he ended up bringing in all of our friends into the I, I restaurant. The you know, I opened the door to Red, and Red opened the door to everyone else. <laughs> I, hey, the vagina is nice and warm. You should jump in. You roll. Yes, Cole. I'm now an IT. Uh, was it IT analyst three? Uh, IT from tech support to IT analyst three, which is so that, uh, that brings you up to another fifteen grand off of what you were making mm, originally. Another sure. Let's say that those numbers sound really nice. I will go with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> sounds better than what it really is. Uh, no one needs to know that I'm lying. Lying, you know. <laughs> I'm kind of a huge deal here. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a big deal here. I don't know if you know, but. Kind of a big deal here. <laughs> oh, that's very nice. <laughs> in leather. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Let me start again. Let me throw something at you. If you don't like it, throw it back. <laughs> well, I want to be on you. Oh, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. <laughs> I want to be on you. Oh. <laughs> Well, since you only got a few more minutes to, of, of, of stuff here because you got to take off, let's go over what, what you did this weekend, which was 
watch Black Adam and give us your rundown because I didn't go watch it. I was painting. So I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, what as well? We're we're here to hear your spoilers. No, no, I'm not going to spoil it because it's not fair. We don't have our other brothers on on the uh, on the show, so we're going to talk. I haven't even watched it either, so you're the only one that actually did your homework. This okay, time. okay, all right. Black Adam, starring the Rock, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and a bunch of other people. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Black Adam was there was a lot of action. There was, let me start with the goods. There was a lot of action, uh, uh, and the action was good. It really was good. It was fun. Um, it it was mindless. And maybe were, were that's... they were they copied from previous comic book movies as well? Uh, yeah. With uh, Wonder Woman. Same thing they did with a. Uh, no, there, there was actual killing in this one. T surprisingly, for a superhero movie and only rated PG 13, there was a lot of killing. Now, now, Miss So saying she had no intention, but everyone started to rave. So I'll see it now. It, look, take it for a grain of salt because it, it was, there was a lot of action. However, story wise, there was, a lot of, there was a lot of things that weren't the best storyline wise to be perfectly honest with you felt very basic it felt like you know superhero coming down save the world oh it's there was the superpowers right that's it, all it is yes there was a story behind it and i what they did with black adam's story in the movie his story and how he became black adam i actually thought was pretty cool it had a very nice story to it it was very touching to be honest did it follow um, the source material? Here's the thing. I'm, I'm, let me go ahead and I should have prefaced it with this. I don't know anything about Black Adam. I have absolutely zero knowledge of Black Adam. So I'm going to tell racist. you. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you about this through a per, through the eyes of a person who hasn't read any of the comics, and I have no idea of the lore. All right. Now, his story as to how he became what he became was quite touching. In fact, like I kind of scratched my head at first, like how, but that doesn't make any sense. Like at the very beginning, they tell you the story, but you're kind of looking at what the trailer said versus what you see versus what they're presenting to you. And, and maybe through two thirds of the movie until the third act, I was like, I, I still don't get how that made sense. And then they explained it to us, how he became Black Adam, how he got his powers and the sacrifice that was made in order for him to have that power. That was actually touching. That I really enjoyed. Um, now the acting, the acting from Hawkman, the guy who played Hawkman, I thought he did a great job. His acting was convincing. Dr. Fate, Pierce Brosnan, I was I was thinking at first from the trailers, I was like, ah, oh, you know, I don't know about this guy. He actually James did a Bond. pretty good. He he did a pretty good. You know what? He was one of my least favorite James Bonds, to be honest with you. Wow. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan is probably number two or number three from the bottom. I didn't like his movies. They were too sci-fi-y. And I didn't like him. He wasn't convincing as a James Bond to me. Okay. okay. I didn't feel like he had the same swag as like a Roger Moore. Or a Sean, Con Sean Connery. My name is James Bond. You know. Um, but Hawkman's and, and Dr. Fate and, and surprisingly The Rock's acting um, were not bad. Now The Rock wasn't the same guy from the Fast and the Furious movies. Um, and he didn't have as many lines. 
<laughs> so the rock not talking and killing was was actually kind of cool overall overall story-wise the plot very basic Shakespeare? this is fucking black adam yeah i know I, I i know i know but it's also something it's that's been hyped. You know, shakespeare but it's been hyped it's been hyped and overhyped and this is definitely an overhyped movie by the rock he's trying to get people in and and what sucks like i'm not gonna spoil it but the spoiler is out there and if you've seen the spoiler that sucks for you because honestly if it wasn't for someone saying something online namely the rock that's that 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 uh mid credit scene blew everything out of the water but it also raised a lot of questions to me like how because, because of that spoiler well more along the lines of morally i don't think that amanda waller and the person I, I i'm trying not to mention they're not really on the same moral ground so why is he there so, it, it, but it does, you know, is a good way of saying, hey, look, there's going to be a one-two fight between these two in the future, and it's going to be pretty, I think it's going to be pretty dope. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm liking the direction it could possibly go. And this is one of those movies where it's setting up for a next epic. Just as long as the, the WB and the people at DC get their shit together, right? <sighs> I after, after Discovery Channel because they own they own both properties. After Hamada leaving, it, it just feels like that's the nail in the coffin. I, I don't think that Discovery, WB, AOL, Warner Brothers, Warner Brother, one Warner sister, I don't know, whatever it is now, I I I think that they're gonna fold in eventually. Black Adam did a good first week, but I do not think it's rewatchable. Wow. Were you able to think Black Adam? I just saw The Rock. Uh, I get it. I get it. Um, and and it, it's hard to shake off the fact that you're watching The Rock as Black Adam. You know, because other movies are like, oh, that's Superman. That's Superman. Ben Affleck. That's, that's Batman. This one right here. I'm like, oh, that's The Rock playing a superhero. So it is kind of Did tough for me. Did he rock bottom somebody? What was that? Did he rock bottom somebody? I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. He, he, he did not. He did not. Oh, he did the people's elbow on the Scorpion King, and then he rock bottomed somebody on the rundown. But after that, I didn't see anybody any of his old wrestling moves from the last movies. It was supposed to be a twist, but it's not. Who cares? Uh, you know what? It it yes, it was supposed to be a twist. And if it wasn't for you know the spoiler itself, it would have it would have made sense. It would have made sense. Uh, he was just okay. Just talking about uh, Pierce Brosnan. Not my topic. I'm with you, Miso. Not definitely not my topic. Pierce Brosnan. Spoiler. Let's go ahead and get rid of that one right there. Hold on. <laughs> Spoiler. Black Adam is in the movie. The Rock is actually Black Adam's dad. Maybe it's a way to give the Rock an original character. Um, it wasn't. I wasn't surprised at the spoiler. I want to see Stone Cold again. <laughs> <Yeah. Jump> <laughs> He's got to come out flipping people off, drinking <laughs> beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you the Justice Society? So the Justice Society. See, and this, this. Okay, so this is where I feel like the movie felt disconnected because eventually it, it didn't feel like a Black Adam movie. It actually felt more like. There were times where it felt like the Justice Society featuring Black Adam or Black Adam featuring the Justice Society. Uh, for 
I would say for the first run of a character of this magnitude, they should not have introduced other characters yet to give them the support. You know, this is a character that that needed to be on his own first before introducing well, other people. He needed an antagonist. So, who was well, the antagonist? Well, but other other than antagonists, other groups from the, yeah. within the universe to to, uh, to join within the fun. I see how DC is trying to to maybe try to bring in a Marvel formula by having the main character and having a lot of like big name superstar or big name in the comic book characters uh, to help support. I, I think it was a little too early for that, uh, for this. I think with the story, the way it was told, I think it could have been done without the Justice Society and we could have saved them you know, for- Hawkman, Adam and, and, uh, and Dr. Faith, I think they're B-list. Within the, they're in the B tier of the of the uh, the DC hierarchy. I don't now. I, from people who've read DC and from the information I'm gathering, they absolutely like who whoever knows the Justice Society absolutely love them. They love the Justice Society. I'm actually quite interested in reading some of the books. Don't get me wrong. I want to know a little bit more about Doctor Fate. Um, I know of Hawkman. Um, and because I know of him, if he had died, it wouldn't phase me. Because if you know his story, he eventually comes back to life, right? He 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 kind of resurrects. So I, I wasn't worried if he if he lived or died within the movie. However, the two other characters, Adam Smasher and Cyclone, I brought Eris with me. She loves Cyclone. She's like, oh, that girl's cool. I kind of like her. I'm like, okay, cool. If she appeals to my daughter, I'm not going to knock this this young lady for playing the role that she played. I'm happy that she's happy. However, Adam Smasher, I could care less about that guy it i was telling eris and she agreed and now of course this is coming from a 12 year old but when the 12 year old's like yeah i see what you're saying he felt like peter parker meets giant man and i just wasn't impressed with that kid i was just like ah, I, I could care less about you that needed a comedic yeah uh, uh, entity there which yeah. was only that guy so yeah. you could get that out of pierce Brosnan and then the Rock's character is way too serious. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think the, the female had anything in Hawkman support. support. Now, Hawk, Hawk, the, the dynamic between Hawkman and Dr. Fate, I, I actually, I really enjoyed. Uh, their relationship felt very believable. Um, you know, and it's, it's really hard. I can see how it's going to be hard for the normal movie watcher who doesn't know anything about comic books. I can see how it's going to be hard for them to disassociate certain characters from other characters they've seen. Oh, that character reminds me of so-and-so that I've seen in this movie. And you know what? I think they did it better over here. So we're now getting into this point in superhero movies where it's it, there's going to be a blending of characters where it's going to be there's going to be a lot of hey so-and-so reminds me of so-and-so and this other so-and-so so you know what's the point you know with yeah with but that's how they are in in, in comics as well yeah but again to the normal movie watcher not to a comic book reader but to a normal movie watcher who has no association with any comics who doesn't well, care about comics they're gonna watch this and be like well hold on why did why does he kind of remind me of Peter Parker and Giant Man put together, you know, it's yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, well, it's, I might get tired of that. That fact that they're they're rehashing a a superhero with this ad, this guy's yeah. last, you know, personality. But you know, that's what what we're trying to bang on is like people forget and that they're gonna like the new guy that they introduce. Yeah, to gain more yeah. more fans. 
So overall, overall, out of 10, I'm not going to give it a comic book rating. Uh, out of 10, I'm giving this movie a 6 out of 10. It's wow. a big, it's a big explosion. There, it, It's messy in some points. It's messy in some parts. Um, it was fun in others. There was some laughs. Uh, some characters I really found annoying. I really, really found annoying. Some of the acting was really bad. Like the line delivery, I'm like... I could care less about what you're saying right now because you're not capturing my attention. No, no moving the story along. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't heartfelt. The beginning, you know, it felt very rushed. Like, all right, so this is going to be the story, and they try to smash everything in like six or seven minutes, and it's like it, it doesn't. It doesn't give the audience enough time to marinate on what the overall story is. It was just like, all right, this is what's going to happen, and go. You know, it felt very, very fast. So. On a, on, a, on, on a men on film rating, you would say it's a two snatch in the May? I would say just one snatch. Two snatch it was, in the May. It was, it was okay. So, you know, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Oh. Okay. It was, it was okay, honey. It was okay. It's okay. Maybe next time you'll do it right. At least you cried. <laughs> <laughs> At least you tried. Exactly. At least you tried. You get a gold star. <laughs> What'd you do this weekend, Red? Oh, I painted the house. I painted the inside of the house. What? I'm doing a lot of the renovations going on here. A lot of drywall work. A lot of a lot of uh, Ethernet thing. Well, uh, that's why I had to ask you questions about some of that stuff of, of wiring and networking. Oh, uh, I thought it was done at work. I thought you were doing that at work. I could do it at work, but I'm not the IT guy. I'm I am head of the design team but i did do it stuff in the last previous jobs to help around just because the it guy was uh gone gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah that's that's what i got oh i also got a my friends at comic corner while he shipped my uh my book oh what'd you get if i can get the glare out of the way it is the Ronin cover of, of Star Wars. Uh, let me get the oh it, oh of the uh, uh of of the Ronin from what was it called the the last uh, was it the last Vision. not Vision. Was, Visions yeah 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 what was the name of that one because that one was our favorite uh it just Ronin was it the Ronin yeah it was in Star Wars episode it was episode one I know that. That one was called the duel. The duel. The duel. Yeah, that was the one with the Ronin in it. Oh, let me bring it up, dude. That, that one right there, I want to see more of. I want to see, whether it's in a comic, whether it's in another short. I want to see more of that, like, or what led up to him being a Ronin. Like, I thought right, that, that right, was right. absolutely fantastic. I got the uh, the the Virgin without the uh, the block lettering on top and the Marvel logo. Definitely, yeah. One of my new favorite characters from the Star Wars universe. They really dove into the samurai aspect of the, I guess, the mythos. Is the yeah. it's I, I, I thought it was fantastic. Now, here's a question, though. Is this Visions, this book right here, is it a continuation? Have you read it? Is it a continuation of that or is it just? just retelling what we saw i haven't, I haven't opened it i haven't checked it yet 
but I'm going to read it after we're done here. Okay. Full-on review, because I need to know about this one. Full-on review next week. Oh, yeah. You will. You will get review. You will good. get that review. Good, but good, good. I think this so that's, up. that's a dope cover. Comic Corner, they think they still have some at 616 Comics. And I'll uh, take another, another retailer, but I can't remember. Uh, if not, pick up the... Uh, the a cover or the there's other other variants out there with from other artists like peach momoko and uh i can't recall the other artists but yeah i like this one looks like i think this is good it's gonna be a good spec but just because people who love star wars visions are gonna go jump into this book i like the art on this one because it definitely captures the the feel from from the show itself yeah well it's takashi okazaki so maybe we should hit him up and maybe do uh, exclusive somewhere down the we'll, we'll, we'll have our people contact his people. How about yeah, that? Yeah, we'll yeah. have our people contact his people. You know, and and let me sh- let me send a let me let me do a quick little shout out here. Um, Talking about C three, right? Yeah. So this weekend was C three Comics Curing Cancer. This was held by Rob's Fat Stacks of Comics, Legion of Comics, uh, DJ Links, Wack Comics. Uh, there was a lot of people involved in this this weekend. Remy Q Studios, um, and these guys these guys ended up putting an auction uh, together during their shows at certain times over the weekend. It was a three day event. Last year they were able to raise approximately eight thousand dollars for the american cancers that's a lot of money so this year they're like you know what we're gonna go for 10 we want to beat last year's number and oh my goodness dude red on friday on day one on day one they reached it on the first day wow which was fantastic and so i want to share this to anyone who who doesn't know or hasn't seen it but by the end this is how much they raised this is how much they raise, and I'm so so proud of these guys. They raised twenty thousand dollars to help cock slam cancer is what they that was like the side name for it. But it's yeah, C three and more. They did uh, over three days. These guys were able to raise over twenty thousand dollars to the American Cancer Society. They were doing the Lord's work, and this was a beautiful event. If you were a part of it, if you if you donated, if you purchased anything, I want to say on behalf of the guys, thank you. Uh, and there's still a chance to be able to donate. Uh, follow Rob uh, Rob's Fat Stacks of Comics on Instagram, uh, and he has a special link if you want to go in and help donate and still continue on. Look, they have seven. This was posted yesterday, so they have sixty-seven days left on this campaign, thinking that they weren't going to reach the the number of ten thousand. But they smashed, up, absolutely obliterated their goal and last year. And and I, I look forward to what what twenty twenty three's got in store for these guys because this is an official event at the uh, American Cancer Society. It's actually on their uh, white sheets that this is an event that's held and, and i'm 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 proud of these guys man they did they did an amazing job good work good work congrats congrats out to everyone that was a part of that seriously man i'm, I'm impressed i that that you know i thought we did a good thing with with john 
Yeah, we raised, uh, it, it was nice because um, some people were able to uh, match donations and we were able to raise, uh, uh, what, f about four to four to five, I think $5,000 yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, with the with that right there. That was for the Oakland Food Bank. And uh, you know what? I definitely want to be able to do one this year again. I want to be able to mimic numbers like what they did at C3. So uh, we probably should reach out to some of our friends and and ask for help on how to get it set up and and look forward to it because December's right around the corner. And I think we're shooting for a December day for for our auction. Well, and our struggling and I think Arch we should, event. should be helping as well. I think I think it should. I think it can be done. I think it can be done. Um, you know, reaching those numbers would be outstanding. But we'll as long as we could be our number from from a couple of years ago, I'd be more than happy with that as well. I don't, I don't know. We kind of skipped last year just because we were, you know, getting into the the whole holidays and just yeah. You know. But we're we're in it for again this year. Hopefully, we'll get to work out. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely going to be working on our own um, charity auction event, you guys. So keep an eye out for that. We're we're working behind scenes. It's something that 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 we've been talking to some people about, and 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 I, you know, I, it'd be nice to be able to help out just like C three did. But you know, and anything would help for sure. What about you, Ray? Well, what you got for us? What's going on now? Uh, and lastly, before we end the show, we, something came out today that you have, you probably already watched but I, it just oh, crossed my, my my timeline already yours what, what what's what's yeah. happening today well, today was the release of marvel studios ant-man and, and the wasp quantum mania official trailer what let's take a look and see what's going on with ant-man in san francisco i like this because it's in san francisco and and, and i work in san francisco so it, it's uh, really cool. what oh. great synergy what amazing what it's it's almost on a quantum level of synergy. Wow. And hit play. Bam. I used to ask myself a lot of questions. Scott, you're at XCon. How are you an Avenger? That doesn't make sense. But everywhere I go, people tell me the same thing. Thank you, Spider-Man. <laughs> people still need help, Dad. That's why we made this. It's like a satellite for deep space, but Quana. Wait, wait a minute. You're sending a signal down to the quantum realm. Turn it off. Now! What are you so afraid of? There's something I never told you. This place. It isn't what you think. Oh, I find a little side of my future lies beyond. I can get you home. And give you more time. If you help me. So, what 
to gonna be Batman. Wow. Woo, we get, we get hard. We get Kang. We get yeah, Kang. We get Kang again. See, because because in 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 um Loki, uh, he wasn't Kang, or at least not Kang yet. No, he was the one who remains. You know, so, so another variant of Kang. So uh, I, you know what? I, I was looking forward to this trailer. After watching it, I, I don't know how I feel about it. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, you probably didn't even read a lot of Ant Man comics. Definitely. Yeah, that that's very true. That's very true. However, it felt very, it felt almost very um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ish. You know, and I guess if we're gonna mimic a movie, mimic that you know that that uh, property. But it, it also doesn't feel with Michelle Pfeiffer and with them giving us the quantum realm being like a whole new universe underneath, and then actually having people in there, it. It makes me wonder a lot of questions, like where did they come from? How did they get there? You know, how did they survive this whole time? In the, in the movie. You know, but it's like, but why? Why now, though? Why? Why is this being brought up now? Well, because the the daughter of, of Scott Lang, Cassie, made that that quantum antenna, which you know set off all the events in the movie. All right, great breakdown. We're really pretty <laughs> <laughs> No, I would not have guessed that. I'm so happy that you were able to break that down for me. I never would have figured that out. I know, right? Which, uh, which, speaking of Cassie, which brings it up that, that this is the third actress to play Cassie Lang. So, like the original right, young right. girl, um, in the first Ant Man movie, you know, the, the cute little one. Like, I was down for her. I was like, yeah, dude, she's down for her dad. You know, yeah. me being me being a dad of an awesome girl myself. I'm like, this, I, I love this dynamic. And then seeing her again in Endgame. Uh, like that was very heartfelt. Like I, every time I watch that part, I still kind of like choke. I still kind of like choke up a little bit. <laughs> he has to see her. He has to see him. You know. And now this is the third, the third actress to play Cassie, and she's going to be playing Cassie not just in Ant Man, but also in uh, Secret Wars. So, spoiler: if you were wondering, she's going to survive this movie. So, whatever happens in this movie, don't worry about it. She's going to be there until the end. Right. She's all uh, going to be part of the Young Avengers. So I think the problem is that there's so many Marvel trailers that all feel the same now. They all run together after a while. But I'll see it just because. Well, and it, I get it. It's, it's, the, it's the Kevin Feige uh, formula. That's what it is. And, and yeah, it's starting to seem very formula, formularic. Formularic. I can never say that word. Formulaic. Thank you very much. Formulaic. Yeah, right. Um, and it, I'm going to watch it too. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to watch it. Uh, but... I'm just hoping that it's it's good. I really am. I really, am. and I think it's Peyton Reed still, right? He's he's sticking with the with the property. I believe. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Peyton Reed, the original director for well, the first two movies. Well, yeah, uh, but it was written by Edgar Wright for the first one. Edgar yeah. Wright, who 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 did um, Shaun of the Dead? Shaun of the Dead. He also did uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim, which is one of my favorite movies. I absolutely love Scott Pilgrim. What was that one with a? did as cops uh 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 hot fuzz hot fuzz that's, yes. dude that's that's where that's where a lot of our perspire stuff comes from you know, for the greater good for the greater good See? definitely that's our right. uh 
our favorite movie. One one of our one of our uh, one of our one of the movies that we definitely uh, draw inspiration from. Um, but yeah, I can only imagine what it would have been like if he had actually directed it. Like that would have been pretty cool. Of course, of course. But I think they used ninety percent of his script already for the first one. That's why that's why the the tone for Ant Man was so good yeah. and carried over to the next movie. The the energy did carry over into Ant Man and the Wasp. I didn't think Ant Man and the Wasp was as good, but it was it wasn't bad either. Like if if Ant Man was an A, Ant Man and the Wasp was like a like a B. Yeah, yeah. It it, it wasn't as good, but it was still a good. It was still a pretty good movie. I will say it was a pretty yeah, good. Movie. I think they, I think it was the whole thing with the goat with ghosts Ghost, and, and yeah. um, uh, giant man. It's it's yeah. It's a it made the story a little bit convoluted. <laughs> I like I like the the double entendres in there. They they were measuring each other up. <laughs> Watch out now! <laughs> How big did you get? Oh whoa! What kind of oh. question is this? Hold on here. Uh, drum roll, please. <laughs> Paul Rudd is a selling point for me. You know, honestly, it's, he's a selling point for so many people. Like, like it all starts started with the 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 Alicia Silverstone movie, which was clueless. Clueless. Definitely, definitely, Paul Rudd is a, a a selling point for for Mimi. So you know, hopefully, she'll she'll come and watch it with me in the movie theater. Yeah. Also, he plays almost the same guy. I mean, on, on I Love You, Man, where you know, he just plays a dude that, that that's really casual and slapping the bass, <laughs> slapping the bass. <laughs> I like Paul Rudd though. He's he's really I like I liked him in uh, um forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a a, a native name. Pipioki. <laughs> what? Shut up. <laughs> no, no, no. Get up again. No, no. Back down. No. The less you do, the more you do. <laughs> or, or, or in uh, Anchorman, sixty yeah. percent of the time it works, works every, every time. time. <laughs> what? That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> I'm gonna be for, I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. It smells like pure gasoline. <laughs> Honestly, you know, come to think of it, I don't think I've seen a bad movie he's been in. Like every movie that I've seen that he's been in has been entertaining in one way or another. Oh yeah, yeah. In one way or another, it's been entertaining. Just you know, I walked out. And I was smiling. If anything, well, it's, you like all right plus just Apatow movies. Yeah, that was gonna bring. <laughs> 40-year-old virgin when he was in there too. <laughs> it's not my porn. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to give me a big box of porn. <laughs> Boner John Boner Jams 03. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're take of your favorite scenes. Um yeah, a lot of Paul Rudd movies, Miss so you have to go back and watch. Like we can give you a listing for sure for getting Sarah Marshall. Uh was it I Love You Man or Yes Man? I forgot it was one of those two. I love you, man, yeah. I love you, man. You need to go watch. Scott, I forgot what it was. Uh Anchorman. And uh Christopher Mintz Blase, which played um uh uh shoot. Who was on Super Bad, which was a kid, uh one name. McLovin. McLovin. Oh, McLovin. <laughs> oh, you're not Monopoly's in the chat, that, so we that's, uh... that's right. That that's when McLovin was LARPing, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> that was that one was a good one too. That was a good one too. So you're oh, right. Yeah. The, the whole you'll never see you've never seen a, a bad Paul Rudd movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I that's very true. I haven't seen 
they might not have been critically good, but almost every single one of almost every single movie Paul Rudd's been in have has been entertaining. I I laughed, giggled, smiled, remembered. You know, I never walked away from a Paul Rudd movie feeling like that sucked. Like, oh, I don't know about that one. Of course. Yeah. And most of them have been written and directed directed by Joe Dapatel. So that's I think the that's whole from 2000 to 2012, all the Joe Dapatel movies were not yeah. you know, were not, were not flops at all. No, no, almost all of them were good. He's kind of like fallen off. And one of those things was like, you know what, you better step away now while while things are good. Cause I think he had one last movie and it was it was okay. Like that, and I, I want to say we watched it recently. Um, Mimi and I were like, well, "What was the last movie that he did?" And we're like, well, mm-hmm. the people I used to work with, I, 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 not like I've grown their use, but you know, I moved on to other bigger things." Oh, he's the one that did Bros too. I heard that movie was bad; like it wasn't good. That's like a recent movie that came out. Anyway, uh, yeah. Well, that's uh, all I got. Red. Well, what would you score the the current uh, trailer then? Oh, comic book. Uh, I'm gonna go nine point two. I'm gonna go nine two on 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 the trailer. Uh, it, it looks familiar. It looks good, but it it doesn't it doesn't seem minty to me. Okay, I'll agree with what you. About you, I'll go nine oh. I'll go nine oh. Just this looks like it's a rehash, but yeah, we're 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 seeing a new world, but it's somehow comparable to the last new world we saw in Guardians. Or saw an Avengers Endgame, and you know, it, it sucks because I think the look of the movie took away from the fact that King's going to be in there, and that's what I think it is for me. If that makes any sense, nah, you know, they they wanted to spoil a little bit on this trailer, but I think there's going to be more. There's going to be. More. Well, let's cross our fingers, because yeah, it, you know, Herbs is right. I think, and that's what I liked about it was that the first Ant Man movie was a heist movie and honestly i really enjoy my heist movies i really really do um you know going go not just going you know not just like oh not just the oceans movie but like the um the guy richie movies they're all heist movies and his good heist movies are really good like even his last one called uh, the gentleman if anyone's ever if you guys want to watch a really good movie in my opinion great characters great lines fantastic one-liners watch the gentleman with uh, matthew mcconaughey uh colin farrell uh charlie hunnam uh, uh uh hugh grant um uh who else is in it uh, just it's a fantastic cast uh let me just push that one right there watch the gentleman I wow really is, is it better than the big hit with mark Wahlberg? <laughs> or, or or if looks could kill with a looks could kill that was a good one that was a good one if looks could kill who was that not Antonio Sabato Jr. Um, Richard Grieco. Richard Grieco. Yeah. Richard Grieco. That's another '80s heartthrob right there. No, 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 no. But uh, like, if you know anything about like any of the heist movies, this is Guy Ritchie's best movie since like Snatch. Or just what? Just watch the the Rick and Morty episode, The Heist. That yeah. one was taken from 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 many, uh, heist. many heist. Yeah, from Soderbergh and from. Uh, 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 Guy Ritchie, Guy Ritchie, yeah. yeah I'm with you, herbs. Hope, hope they keep Batman fresh and different. I really do too. I really do too. And been meaning to see the gentleman, Miss So. I hope my words help you with this. Watch it, do yourself a service. It's fantastic. I love, I love, like, we were, we drove down to LA recently. Uh, Mimi, her sister, and I, we drove down to LA and we had that movie on just for background noise because 
because the quips, the one-liners, fantastic. They're uh, they're awesome. So if you don't like it, you can ask for your money back. Uh, I'll you know what I'll I'll rent the movie for you, Miso. If you paid actual money and you didn't like it, oh no, it's on Netflix. Go watch it on Netflix. It's, it's, it's uh -huh. <laughs> Yeah, we're waiting for Michael Pena's story, dude. Like, I'm still waiting for this this guy to break down the whole MCU because that would. Be what if Michael Pena's character meets Madison with a Y in the in the MCU? Wait, hold on, Madison with the Y, but it's not no Madison spell with a Y with two N's, but it's not where you think. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> Anything else oh, you gotta say, right? For this evening, guys. Thank you for showing up in the chat. Thank you for watching. Please subscribe to our channel if you're brand new. Uh, also, we have it in podcast form. Search for us under C-List Villains in the uh, Spotify, Apple, iTunes. Uh, what was the other thing to use? Uh, Google, Google Podcasts and Anchor. Anywhere where our podcasts are found, you will find us there. Just type in the C-List Villains Podcast. And, uh, and we've got also other, other channels in, in, within our network. Just check out E-Man, C-List E-Man. He's got brand new shows again starting soon after he's got his new job. Yeah. And this other channel, which is the Traveling and Drinking Show. You should check that out. Great content there. Definitely worth the watch. Makes you want to go live in the Bay Area or Bay, just travel and enjoy the Bay Area for Bay Area Brews and Bites. That that's the name of that channel. Find us there on TikTok, on Instagram, uh, and we post regularly on there too. Yes, he does it all bottomless, <laughs> bottomless. <laughs> all right, you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. Until the next issue. Until the next issue. Exercise your prostate. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Seedless Villains Podcast, your cultivators of the comic culture. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and email us at seedlessvillains at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail or text us at 209-975-7597. Be sure to join Luke Week's Facebook group, Rare Keys and First Appearance Comics. And you can follow us on our two Instagram accounts, Seedless Villains and Seedless Villains Podcast. Lastly, follow the villains on their separate IG accounts at Luke Weeks, at Seedless Villainous Red, at Seedless Eman, and I am at AJ the Comic Collector. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next episode.